Static Energy Podcast is the hottest podcast on the planet, hosted by your boy Mo Giles and co-host cool-ass Lauren Michelle. Tune in Wednesdays on all major platforms for that static on what's current in culture, controversial issues, comical commentary, and an incomparable vibe you won't find anywhere else. It's a perfect way to tackle those midweek blues. Static Energy Podcast is everything but static. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Mo Giles right here on the Static Energy Podcast. This is episode 58, and I got my lovely co-host with me. Cool ass, Lauren Michelle. I was waiting Yo. for like to my right. Oh, I got to my right. Cool ass, Lauren Michelle was popping. And I'm really looking over to my right, like... <laughs> Like I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am in spirit. What's popping, Mo? Hey, what's happening, man? Just got off a nice uh, holiday weekend. How was yours? Um, it was all right. I went to go see my mommy. It was her birthday, so drove a little bit to go see her. Well, seven hours to go see her. Spent some time and got back on the road. Came home and watched P Valley. How was your weekend? My weekend was lovely, man. Went to Chicago uh, for my cousin's wedding. Uh, shout out to Brandon and Brandon on their uh, lovely uh, union. Uh, it was a dope. It was a dope time in Chicago. Chicago never lets me down. I've never actually been to Chicago to kick it. Like I've been Chicago's for work. A great time. Yeah, I know. But I, you also see like what's going on on the news in Chicago. So you like, I don't even know if I really want to go out in Chicago because I'm trying to live. <laughs> nah, I mean that that happens in the places that I don't, you know venture off to got you but um i don't want to dwell on it too much but you said brandon and brandon yes so uh it, so it was it the same was, sex wedding yes okay there you go uh, <clears throat> was it super is, lit it was uh had the flying uh aerial trapeze well, i don't know what the proper name is so maybe somebody can help me out I, I don't know but they had those going on and alcohol unlimited all night open bar oh, so uh, y'all was lit lit it, yeah, it was a, it was a dope experience in time, man. Um, you know, I I will say that it did uh, open my eyes and make me realize that you know, because you had a lot of people from both sides of the family who wasn't really uh, receptive of you know them getting married for whatever their reasons were, um, but it made me realize that you know when the heart loves, it loves who it loves, you know, and it doesn't matter what race you are, what gender you are, you know that is what it is, you know? So I, I think that those, those individuals who are living um, or are a part of the gay community, they are very brave because there's a lot of things that they got to take on that I don't think that people just, you know, how we say, oh, it's a decision or it's, they're born, you know, I, I just, it makes me look at things differently. I'll say that much without going right. too deep into it. Yeah. My best friend's gay and they got married. Um, her and her wife got married a couple years back. And that was my first same-sex wedding. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if I'm giving myself Rona vibes. You got Rona? Like, I'm serious. Like, all day today, I have been, like, coughing up phlegm and weird shit. I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? But no, like, um, 
it was dope to see two people that love each other just like you would go when a man and a woman getting married. So right. I think a lot of people should loosen up. And at the end of the day, that's still your family. And if you love them, no matter who they choose to marry, you won't go to sleep with them at night. So yeah. this get out your feelings and go support the people you say you love, if that's really the case. Absolutely. And I want to say, man, my cousin has some dope ass friends. Like, oh, listen, yeah. man, man, listen, I, 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 I think even within that short period of time this weekend, it became a bond. And I was like, yo, I can fuck with these people. I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm fuck with them. I'm going to uh, look up some of his homies or his friends when I go to New York, you know, and uh, hang out with them. They people just like we are. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And nine Absolutely. times out of ten, they don't want somebody who don't want them. You know what I mean? A lot of straight men or straight women think just because a person's gay, they want them. And that's the furthest from the truth. Like, one of my gay homies, he'd be like, most of the men that think I want them, I don't even find them attractive. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. not even cute. Not even my type. But not speaking of gay or whatever, but do you watch P-Valley? I do. Okay, so you've been watching it since yeah. it's come on? So I was late to the party. Um, you know, I, of course, I would see it all over social media. Right. And then one day, it'd be like, I was like, yo, this P-Valley can't be what I think it is. So I put it out there like, yo, can somebody tell me what P-Valley is? Because I know it ain't what I think it is. <laughs> and they was like, yes, it is what you think it Down is. Down in the valley where the girls get naked. And so <laughs> shout out to um, D. I'm not even going to put a name out there. But she let me, I put it out there. She inboxed me, gave me her whole stars account. And I've been watching P-Valley ever since. Listen, so I just got hip to it yesterday. Okay. Mm. No, actually, I'm sorry, Sunday. You know, Power to Season yeah, 2 or yeah. whatever came on. And it ended up coming on after it. So I sat there and I watched it. And boy, Uncle Clifford. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite character. That's my favorite character. Uncle Clifford got me so hooked <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I got to watch this. So I started it from season, I mean, episode one, and I got up to like episode seven. And I really want to go finish it, but I had to be here with you. But I will well, recommend, I, <laughs> I will recommend that anybody has not watched it. Please go watch P-Valley. Yes, it's a little, you know, ratchet. <laughs> The pank, he as the he, pank, the pank. As like I wanted, <laughs> like I wanted to go raise money to save the pank. <laughs> like I gotta save the pank. Like we cannot let the pank close. Now I don't know if somebody's gonna save the pank or whatever, but at the end of the day, I will. Uncle Clifford, call me if you hear this. Call Static Energy Podcast. We gonna help y'all on the pank. Yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, you gotta watch some episodes. Yeah, so I got a couple more left, but I'm gonna definitely, definitely get into it. But if you have not watched PUSS Wild Valley, go watch it. So, Lauren, it'll get you moist. Up. Oh, oh, <laughs> I just oh, had to throw that oh, in there. I just had to. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're disgusting. So, what's on the agenda today, Mo? What's popping today? Why are you always throwing it on me? But because you always, you always listen, listen, people. We will discuss everything in order. And then when we get here to sit down, let me tell you, we don't even touch on anything that we talked about. So that's why Mo's <laughs> the boss and we let Mo uh, do him. Stop it. As you say, well, what you want today? 
<laughs> I mean, I think we should recap. We haven't recapped our last couple episodes because we've had some special guests in the studio with Absolutely. us. And I don't think we took the time to recap. And let's just say last week's episode <laughs> with freaking freaking frack. You on our award. So that 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 was a very fun uh episode. Um uh, been getting a lot of different comments and uh Review. So, what you been hearing? Um, you're a heathen. You and um are are heathens. Okay. You are the captain and co-captain of the streets. Like there, you don't need nobody else in the streets with y'all. Like y'all own them. They're yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like y'all don't share them. And I will say this. I don't know if I'm should say this. Oh, I shouldn't say this and somebody gonna get mad. <clears throat> but I'm gonna say it. I didn't even tell you this. But somebody called, like, I can't believe they touched on the downtown apartment. So and I'm like, well, dang, you was there too? And they're like, I mean, yeah, I used to go to the apartment. Uh oh. And I was just like, listen, I don't want no question. Cause they was with their wife when they said it. So as we start talking about it, I had questions and they giving me, you know, that look like, ooh, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. like <laughs> don't go, don't go further into dialogue about this house with my wife standing right here. But I was confused, like what, why y'all so worried about? You brought it up. I just wanted to dig deeper into what the fuck be going on. You know yeah, what that, I'm saying? That apartment so, got a lot of skeletons and bodies. Uh, and listen, we're going to keep them there because I think last week y'all did enough. And um, Art Ward is everything but a child of God was a message I got. They're like, this, <laughs> he tried to say that he was like made in his blood or something. Like God made him this way. And some people was just like, yeah, God didn't do that. Don't put God in that. He did not make you that way, sir. Uh, so, <clears throat> but it was a lot of good feedback. I had a lot of fun with y'all, but I was super chill last week. Oh, super chill. I did hear that too. You okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was real chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was chilling. Ah, uh, okay. I like to chill every now and then. So, what you hear about last week's episode? How'd you feel about it? Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, was uh <laughs> that threesome or no? The excuse me. Oh, excuse the, you. The foursome. Yeah. Add one to that, because you had that too, but the foursome yeah. is what stood out to everybody, and no condom. Oh, we ain't got to keep talking about that. No. I mean, it's on this. It's out there now. It's in the I, universe it marinating. And I will, I will honestly say this, though. Mm-hmm. Mo, I, I wouldn't have never said it. Like, that's how. I, I, I think you were savage, just for the simple fact. You was like, yeah, nah. It wasn't a lick of latex in that joint. <laughs> and I just, I just did my thing anyway. Like, I would have never said that. So, I, I, who's kudos using, to you. But who's using condoms during those type of moments? Those are the times you should definitely use a condom, Mo. But first of all, if I have to use a condom for that type of activity, huh? I should be doing it. Wait. You should use a condom for any type of sexual activity. I mean, <laughs> what are you saying right now? You, you're right. I, <laughs> let's just let's. Are just, you allergic to latex? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna shut that door and I'm gonna come back out 
and I'm going to leave that topic in inside the house because now you got my mind wondering. I'm like, what do you mean by that? I'm just saying, like, nobody, if you're hitting multiple women, you're not about to sit there and be changing. You're saying, you know, okay, I don't, I, I don't get that, but I could kind of understand why you said that. Yeah. But not having one at all is the, the, the concerning part. But wouldn't that defeat the purpose? I mean, what? Like why wear just one if you're just going to still be using the same one on the same on the, on the same women in the room? You can at least protect yourself. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, all right. You're right. You're you know, right. I mean, I'm not saying that. See, okay, they're gonna judge me for that. Like you, a whole female, talk about he could have protected himself. <sighs> But in my eyes, it's like if those three women were down for that type of activity, like they obviously didn't care about, you know, certain things. Everybody should be feeling, you know, I want every, when you're doing that, it should be a a, a level of comfortable, comfortability or whatever. I ain't saying be comfortable, but that just because you comfortable don't mean you ain't getting no, you know. You see what I'm saying? I I guess so. I, I guess. So you okay, okay, okay. So what? Go, go ahead before no, we wrap I, this up. We gonna wrap that up. Put a bow on it. It's tight. Tie that bitch tight and put it under the Christmas tree. We gonna we done we, with that. We might have to cause listen, there's more stories you're saying. I mean, that just that was just the surface. My girl asked because she come on so she could be my counterpart and we talk about our college days. And I told her No, because I don't nope, I'm not doing that. Absolutely you're not, you're not. not. You're not gonna be honest. Yeah, <laughs> she 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 don't need me to be honest because she tell her she tell what she did in college on her own without a podcast. So I told her, yeah, you could come on, but you're gonna be a lone ranger by yourself. I this ain't gonna be L and P. No, baby, no, 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 no. They don't need to know if you were there, you were there. Our stories don't even come close to y'all's. Mm. You know, not close. Let me let me go let me hit some people up from Toledo. See what <laughs> I know you know I I, I got the, my triplet bloodline run all through the, uh, Toledo. That's just that. You know. was probably there while my cousin was there too. Who your cousin? Jeff Triplet. I know basketball. India Triplet. His family too. That's your cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got if that's your cousin. Yeah, she, uh, she, all she, the triplets. She got some, yeah. Yeah, I got some stories about your cousins too, but we got some stories. There's a lot we of my cousins that's hoes out here. I ho, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said that they were hoe stories? Oh, they not? Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, you just called me that, a hoe too. <laughs> I mean, you have openly admitted on the show that you were at one point. I didn't know. Ho ho hold on. See, we had I, but I did, but I didn't but I wasn't calling you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing no, this. No, let me just clear something up because you're not gonna just say that and we're gonna run past it and leave them on that. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> then tomorrow to be like, yeah, Lauren said she was a hoe. Like that's not what I said. What I said was when I was younger, you know, I had some promiscuous tendencies at a point in time, but I'm not gonna call it a hoe. We don't do labels at Static Energy Podcast. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not That's at not all. what we do. So, Mo, <laughs> clean that up. My mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh, never mind. And my big brothers. So, bro, when y'all hear that, just know I'm a virgin, just like y'all thought. Okay. Boy, all right. So, um, 
so as we recap, and we also had, I got uh, some feedback also with the episode with Dennis Page, um, which was, um, <laughs> it, you know, for what it was worth, it, it was a, um, it was a controversial episode. Mo, I lost all of my marbles on that episode. Yeah, you let your emotions get the best of me. I, you think? And I'm going to blame you and him. And this is the reason why I blame you is because you knew dude, you knew the type of stuff that he, you know, posed on a regular basis and consistently posed or whatever. I I knew snippets and tidbits. You know what I mean? I never knew the type of dude, which he's a cool guy. You know what I mean? Cool guy. He's, you know, handling his business, whatever. But I never knew how he thought about certain things when it comes mm-hmm. up to the state of the culture and just politics, et cetera, I never knew. So I was totally unprepared for the things that were going to come out of his mouth. And I just got triggered. I, I mean, I was sweating. Like my hair was wet. My, I, I, I was, and I was mad. And it, it showed like, you know, people was calling me like, damn, Em, you really was mad. Like you can hear the emotion in your freaking voice that you was really mad. But I think for me, like, I put black men on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. to y'all, I have this expectation of y'all to always do, carry, look, whatever, a certain way. And to me, I just felt like I wasn't getting that energy from him. But, I mean, even in the midst of that, and I, you know, I'll say I appreciate that, you know, but even, can I be... Can we can we have a conversation right now? You know, yeah, an honest conversation. Yeah, yeah. So and I we've had this before, and it was off the microphone. But even in the midst of that, you know, when we when we have guests, I I don't think that we should let the emotions take control of us because Agreed. there are going to be people who come on here that we don't necessarily agree with. You know, um, and one thing that I didn't want to do was seem like we were attacking him like an ambush. You know, because I like I told him from you know before we even hit record, like listen, we want you to kick your shit. You said we want you to you know talk your talk and your points or whatever. And this is why I didn't want to have a conversation at first with him. Right. And it took me some time to build up to that because I knew that with everything that's going on, how I was going to respond, and I wasn't going to respond in a clear you know uh, mind. But one day it was like you know what, let's have this conversation. You know and it happened, you know, so I think with for future reference, you know, if nobody, I feel like if, if he don't disrespect me or you, you know, the, the, the Kings and Queens, the Kings and Queens of the house, then everything is a go, you know, saying or whatever. But, um, nevertheless, like I said, it was, I think it was a great episode. You know, there were some things that were said, you know, that we definitely didn't agree on, uh, with him, you know, and like I told him, there were some uh, things that he had said that I agree with. It's just that his delivery was terrible. But, For sure. Um, you know, the people. <laughs> Lord, the people. <laughs> the, the people. <laughs> the people. Yeah. The people. The people. I, I got a lot of people that hit me up, you know, man, what's wrong with this dude? You know, or lost a lot of respect for him. And, yeah. I think a that, lot of people, too, got to see a different side of him. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Before I before I dig deeper, we're making a rule right here. So I'm going to say this publicly. There is no more guests allowed on the show 
unless they get a week in advance. Because let me tell you, like, you know how you just said he's been wanting to have a conversation with you, but you've been putting it off because you wasn't, you know, you weren't going to respond the right way. Yeah. Point proven. So you already knew what to expect and had time to mentally prepare. That has to go forth with anything. I don't care if we talk about music. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care what we talk about. I just think everybody needs a chance to prepare for future reference. Because again, like I can't, and after I listen to the episode, I don't regret anything. Um, but I, like mm-hmm. I said, I do like, yeah, I let you get the best of me because I was mad. You seen it. Like if they could have seen the video, they would have been like, oh, okay. I could see that emotion in the audio yeah. because I was literally y'all on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my God. And luckily I got short hair or I would have been even more bald headed because I was literally tripping. But on the flip side, we talked after it myself and Dennis, we talked after the podcast, you know, he inboxed me and, you know, he was, he got it. He understood where I was coming from. I understood where he coming from. And, you know, there's no bad blood. We just, uh, we just totally disagree on (laughs) those things. And that's okay. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I do think he learned something from that episode. I really do. Cause he hasn't been as left field since that episode on social media. Uh, yeah, I mean, in fact, I think he actually took a break uh, from social media and shut his uh, Facebook down. However, um, my me inviting him on wasn't to embarrass him right. or anything like that. Um, and another thing too, because this at uh, that episode went very far and reached a lot of people, and we have a lot of listeners listening to it. So. The artwork to that, you know, the episode was called Drop the Coon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that the title got lost, you know what I'm saying, without hearing the content. Correct. And basically what we wanted to show was you can still be black, you can be Republican, you can support Donald Trump or whatever, or you can have just difference of opinions, you know, and I think that sometimes when black folks have difference of opinions that are different from you know, as he would put, you know, liberals, conservatives, or whatever you want to call yourself, that we call them all their Uncle Toms or Coons, you know, instead of them being who they are as a black person, you say, and if that's who they, what they feel and believe, I don't think that we should always rush to call them, you say, a coon. coon. Correct. So that was the whole meaning behind the, uh, the title. title of the episode. Right. So I'm I don't glad want, you cleared that up. Yeah. So I don't want anyone thinking that, you know, we were trying to dismiss or erase, you know, uh, Dennis or downgrade anybody who have uh, different uh, views or opinions. So that's my take on that. I also too, I think that what a lot of people got to realize in the podcasting world and what myself and Mo tries to do, our job is to create titles that draw people in. Like that's our job. So like sometimes you do got to just click the episode to see, you know, yeah, <laughs> like what we were talking about. I look at some of the titles from previous episodes and it's like, if you didn't click the title, you could have took this 10,000 different ways. And that's why we do what we do is to keep people like, cause when you see that title drop the coon, it's catching your attention, right. you know? So just keep that in mind. So don't always take the title and run with it. Sometimes you do all the time. You got to click on the link and actually listen to the episode to get the 
Get the can't judge a book by its cover. Damn show can't. And over yeah. at Static Energy Podcast, you never know. <laughs> you never know what us to. You got to lift that hood and see what's in there. Oh, my God. I, I, can we not say hood? I'm still Ooh. traumatized from last week. Oh, Just don't geez. say hood. <laughs> Just don't say hood. I swear. So um, speaking of black people um, and black agenda or black culture or whatever, yeah. Um, we were speaking before and you wanted to touch on some things <laughs> regarding black business and some some of the things that are going on in the black business world. So what's so, on your mind? You know, I, I think that there's this thing, you know, I, I like how we are all coming together and trying to support black businesses and, and, and protect black businesses and, and try to keep them uh, going. Now, my only, my one, some of my issues, and one of them being that people are feeling as though these black businesses is above being criticized. And I feel as though if they have a lack of service, if a lack of presentation, and, and, and don't get me wrong, because there are some business owners that are, how should I put this? They're not too receptive of criticism. Yeah. And then sure. on the flip side, you know, um, you have people who just feel like, you know, we shouldn't be bad mouthing black businesses or whatever, because there's not a many of us out here. And I always feel like if you're going to be in that business world, then you should be prepared for those things to come along with it. I agree with you, but I also think, um, you know, I'm a business owner and um, I just think the energy needs to be distributed the same way, evenly. Like, so if you go into, let's just say, Old Navy and you get bad service and you get on the internet and you tell the world about it, that's cool. And then if you come shop with Challenge Society and, you know, you get terrible service and you tell the world about it, that's cool, right? You're not mm -hmm. picking and choosing a way you want to bash a business but for me i think it's those people that go out of their way and they only talk about black business and i've heard people say you know the expectations are higher and i've even said that um the expectations are higher but that doesn't give you a right to bash them publicly when you're not giving these white corporations that same energy that's the problem that i have with it but do you get a pass just because you're black absolutely not no, I, no, absolutely not. But I think that a lot of people are starting to use that and, and trying to protect some of these businesses. But I just feel like, you know, you go on Yelp, you, you know, people leave reviews or whatever. And I don't think that owners should always respond negatively towards people who had a bad experience. Like, I think that your response should be, how can I help or how can I make it better? For the That's customer service one-on-one -on -one, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and that's my bad. My phone just rung. It's actually my phone is on vibrate and my Apple watch just rung. So that was an epic fail. But no, um, my issue is where I was going with this is you have people who literally go out of their way. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but, where I was going with that before my brother really just interrupted my whole train of thought. I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't even know. It's all good. It's all good. But I have a lot to say around this topic. Oh, that's where I was going. Okay. 
customer service 101 should be a thing. If you never work retail, if you never had a job, or if you just lack common sense, it's tools on the internet, right? It's tools on the internet. You can work, go to workshops. It's a million things you can do. But when you say somebody leaves a negative review and you shouldn't leave a negative response, no matter what the customer or client says about your business, your response should never be negative. I don't care what they are um, complaining about. As you said, it should be, okay, I'm sorry that you had that experience with my company. What can I do to make it right? That's it. That's all. I don't care if the customer is wrong for real. If mm -hmm. they're going above and beyond on the internet, that's when you got to step in, like, hold up. I got to do something, even if they are wrong, because that one bad review can shut your entire business down. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying give them free shit. That's not what I'm saying at all. But make it right. Also, if a customer, I just seen this. A customer was asked, no, a business owner was asked, how much is such and such and such and such? Mm-hmm. They gave a price, right? I know where you're going, yeah. And the person responded, oh, yeah, I would never pay X amount of dollars for that. This person then goes, screenshots it, puts it on social media, and they hit you with the, like, if you broke, just say that. <laughs> no. Like, that, that right there, to me, is worse than bad. That's terrible. That's a you terrible would, look on your business. You would never get me as a customer if I see ever any of that. Like ever. I feel like anytime that you post a conversation between you and a consumer or even try to degrade them and make them look bad, you're not getting none of my business. Yeah, all. because at the end of the day, I can't no longer trust you. As nope. a you know, as as I can't. And if I call and ask you a question depending on what you do or what you sell if i call and ask you something like say if i got hair issues like oh i got these bumps in my head you know what i'm saying i'm breaking out my scalp and i'm embarrassed by that how do i know you're not gonna put my business out you know what i mean on the internet like her hair breaking out da -da -da, she can't come sit in my chair or whatever mm -hmm. and that's a thing and what people don't realize like that will kill your entire business because word of mouth travels way faster and way further than any ad you post on social media you see what I'm saying? And I think Absolutely. that's right there where we, we got to get better at. Like, people are allowed to be upset with your business. People are allowed to not like your product. It, it, it's it's going to happen. I didn't bought things from Nike and didn't like it or was dissatisfied. But that don't mean I got on social media like, oh, I'm only going to wear a Reebok. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, shit going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't, I, that part to me, I will never respect a business owner for acting like that. Yeah, um, I got I'm another good. question though. I got another up? question. So, how do you feel about? So, you know how? Let's say I took a picture of all my shipping bags and like all my orders. This was a post I seen a couple weeks back, right? I'm like, up oh, balling, got all these orders, about to go do some shipping. And the girl, one of the influencers on Instagram, was like, "Why is it that only black-owned businesses will take pictures and post?" what they're doing during business hours or how many orders they got. Like what type of, are we seeking validation or mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or are you just, what are you trying to show when you do that? Uh, validation. I think that people are seeking validation. Um, you know, I have learned, you know, being a business owner and sometimes you, and you got to look at and follow the blueprint at how some of these other 
bigger companies have survived and things that they do. They don't do the shit that you're saying some of our people do. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people separate themselves from and a small business is okay. Like let's don't like don't get it twisted. I'm a small business owner, but the way I run my company is if I'm not. So like when we sit down and look at things and numbers and taxes, this and the third, like we operate as if we're a corporation, not an LLC. You know what I mean? Like you have to, like a major corporation. I don't look at it as a small business because that's not where I want my business to be. So me getting 130 orders in one day and then I'll post a picture of it. I don't realize, like I don't really see what I'm gaining from that. Like right. how is that going to make me more money? How is that going right. to gain more customers? Like I... I guess I struggled and when she posted, I was like, damn, I never really looked at that. And she like, black owned companies are the only ones that do this. Yeah. And I it's don't, like, why? Yeah, I don't really care for that either. And I think I I had to realize, and I think I did it very early on in my business, but I as too. I realized, you know, like that's not the move. And I think a lot of times as whoever said that, I, I, matter of fact, you gotta give me the name of the person I wanna follow them now, I'll just off of that. But I think a lot of times we look for that validation. And then another thing, too, that I see a lot of people doing is posting how much they're making in the day or, you know, saying oh, yeah. that they've made. Like, yeah. what part of the game is that? And I, I, I think it's like, so it, it, it depends on how you look at it, because some people can look at it as I'm motivating the next person, you know what I mean, or the next business mm-hmm. owner. And I think to myself, like, once she said it, it really made me take a step back as a business owner, like, you do some of that corny shit. You do that. Like, yeah. you may not be showing your shipping labels or whatever, but you might go pick up at the, you know, you might be at the post office picking up a package like, oh, look what I just got. But it's like, no, take it out the pack, put it on the body, then show me. That's what everybody else doing. Right, like, you right. never see the back end of Nike or Under Armour or Gucci or Louis. You know, you Dang, never, never see show that. you what's underneath that veil. No. And, and it's like, damn, when you look at that, it's like, it's eye-opening because it's like, what point am I proving or what am I getting out of it? Yeah. So this is one thing that I always stuck with, you know, with me is you'll never see those type of flexes. You'll never see me even. And I tell you all the time, even when we started doing this podcast thing, like, yo, I don't look at anybody that I'm friends with or anybody that's local or whatever right. as competition. Like, right. I, I just don't. Even in my candle, like my goal and my aim was always bath and body work. Right. Yankee candle. Yankee you know candle right. Like, that's what I focus on. I don't focus on what the next man doing. Right. In fact, you can't even flex on me because one, I'm going to be happy for you. And two, I don't even see you as competition. There you go. There you go. And I, I mean, I think that's what you have to. If everybody got that mindset of the local not local be think global like if yeah. they got that mindset i think a lot of people would play differently and again i'm not knocking nobody that do it because some people out here when i say they getting it i'm like shit you know i'm in a couple groups with business owners and you know and you know sometimes it'd be like show your progress and it's girls shipping out the one girl had like 400 lash orders in a day but like she literally posts her every single move and like somebody you know that's what sparked that conversation a girl like listen man like you making this money but like that's how people get jealous they start tarnishing your business people Mm -hmm. know your every move they know what you make it so now you're really a target to the people that know where you live 
Like you are a local business. So like yeah. think about that part of the people in your city that know you, know where you live. Or oh, she just made 10 grand a day. I'm going to take that. And, or and look, I'm whatever. At the, I'm at the point now where I'm working on creating other businesses now where you don't even know that I own it. You know what I'm saying? I, and, I got one like that. I told you about that. And, and I'm just going to let the content speak <laughs> yeah. for itself. And it's not even about, you know, coming out saying I'm black owned. Like, because there are businesses right now that I buy from off of Instagram, off of Facebook that I see, you know, just off of advertising. Yeah. And I don't know who the hell owns. Correct. You like the content. You like the product. Just like the product. So, you know, that's what I'm more so focused on. I don't want to be the name, the face or whatever, you know, behind it. I don't need people seeing what's underneath and how we do production or manufacture. I just want to present to the people something that they like, that they will buy, and it'd be another source of income for me. Now, let me be clear. I don't want, because I can see somebody taking this, <laughs> like, hi, y'all here, fashion, black business. That's nah, not no even fashion. what we're doing. That That's actually not what we're doing at all. So let me be clear on what I'm saying is that we have to treat our business. Don't separate me. Hold on. You can say we. No, I'm, I, I'm speaking for me right now. Like, okay. I ain't speaking for both of us. <laughs> like, I'm literally speaking for me. What I'm saying is, as a Black business owner, I will always hashtag Black business because, again, you have people that get on the internet that specifically wants to shop with only Black businesses. And obviously, that hashtag will lead people that are looking for Black-owned businesses to my, you know, to my company. But... You cannot say, and a lot of people only want black customers. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, I've had some people say to me, like, "Oh, I don't really market to white people," and I, and I'm like, "So because you're black and own the company, you don't want white dollars?" Like, to me, it made no sense. And it's right. like, you no, know, you want a business that is owned by a black face. That that's what you you own a business, and the owner happens to be black. Mm-hmm. That's all we're saying. So, like, don't limit yourself <laughs> to mm-hmm. that because they take it all our money. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they take it all our money. So, and, go ahead. And not. You okay? Yeah, yeah. You, you all right? Yeah. I was I'm making good. sure you was okay. But, yeah, so let's be clear about what we are saying here and don't misconstrue this shit please so, don't in my marketing class when you know um when i was in school one of the things that was taught and said you know in this by the professor that when it comes to black people we are the worst consumers we are some of the best but we are the worst consumers because we buy things that aren't even marketed to us that aren't even for us and we will go out and spend money on things that some of these companies don't even want to do want don't even want to be associated with us correct like for instance, i mean mo i don't know about tim like they say that but i don't know how true that is but i know for a fact that moet wasn't happy with the uh hip-hop influence uh that they were getting you know that's why uh, um not puff but um jay switched over to the gold bottles you know and was drinking that because, you know, I think it was the CEO, you know, was asked in some magazine about the influence that hip hop has and actually 
how it drove up the sales. And he had made some remarks about um, the negative images or the negative things that was associated with it. But yeah, he didn't, he didn't want, he didn't want it to be a part of the hip hop culture. See, and, and uh, see, I don't even want to go off on a rant because when, when it bothers me when they associate our culture as negative, like what are, what we talk about when they say negative, like you don't know exactly, like what we talk about. I mean, popping bottle in a club, like I mean, we can listen. We know what. No, I'm. This, the, that's a legit question because I think the, that bothers. We know me. the content of some of the 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 music that some of these artists, you know, have. I mean, we can't play like the content. So they're talking about the content of the music. Yes, and some okay. of the imageries. And, and, and the imagery of it as well. I mean, let's be honest. You had Dame Dash pouring bottles of Moet on women, you know what I'm saying, naked or half naked. Oh, that's what I'm asking. Like, I'm literally asking, like, exactly yeah. what? Because sometimes they'll say people out, a bunch of black people at, outside with loud music playing, and they call that ghetto. When really, like, nah, we just fellowship it and we having a good time. Like, this is what we do, though. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's why I was asking it, because sometimes even us, we do it to ourselves, like, look at all them niggas over there. And really, like, we really ain't doing that. We just got music playing. We barbecue. Everybody has some <laughs> some beer right. or some Hennessy flowing. But it's like, that's not ghetto to me. That's who we are and what we do. Like, so that's why I was asking what I asked, because sometimes okay. I think I think it's ridiculous of some of the accusations they make when it comes to our culture. So I will say this much, you know, and, and working in marketing that a lot of times these people or these, I want to say these people, excuse me, but these corporations, what they'll do is they want to be a part of our culture. They want to be a part and participate and get in because they see how how marketable it is and how some of these artists are marketable and they'll attach themselves and sign artists to come and be ambassadors for, for sure. their brand, but ignore all the other shit you're saying that goes on in their music, you know, all right. um, just like when Reebok did the deal with Rick Ross, you know, and um, I think it was, uh, what was the song with Rocco? Um, you, don't even, you, don't, you don't even know it. You don't even know it. You know, I think Rick Ross has said something about, putting a molly in the champagne molly in it. Uh -huh. and then after that Reebok dropped him but I think that they'll ignore shit that these rappers say as long as you're saying the outside world ignores it but once the noise becomes so big they're gonna have to drop you I mean There's but again Rick Ross was saying shit like that before they signed him and right. I think that's, that's what I'm saying yeah. yeah 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 but I think too sometimes we allow other people. Okay, this is something that I was thinking about the other night, which totally has nothing to do with, <laughs> I guess it does. But, okay, so you said that Rick Ross, I mean, Dame Dash was pouring uh, champagne. Uh, champagne down a girl's ass. And we think of like the Nelly Tip Drill video. Right. You know, they swiping credit cards down ass mm -hmm. or whatever. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. There are people in the world that think that is okay. Men and women, right? Women getting online, shaking their ass and no clothes or, you know what I'm saying? Boobs right. out, twerking on. They think that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. 
Who are we to say it's not? I mean, I, I listen. However, th- my thing is always this. I treat you how I meet you. Okay, fair. Simple as that, you know. So you you have women that want want to be degraded, love to be reg- deg- degraded, excuse me. So But what if it's not degrading to them? What if it's not quote unquote degrading to them? What if their mental and their mind like I have a beautiful body, I want to show it off. You know what I'm saying? Or a guy, I'm not just speaking of women, but you know, or to, to each their own, I guess. I, I would just And that's how it should that. be. That's all I'm trying to say. To each like, their own. We get too caught up sometimes. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I never give my opinion about this shit because I really am a big advocate of do you. Like, when right. I say, like, I'm literally so far in my lane, I don't care what the next person is doing because I'm going to do what I want to do regardless. But I think in society, we get too caught up on the norm. And really, my norm is not your norm. You can't, I, you can't identify a person's norm but because you don't agree with it, we judge those people. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, that's so jacked up. Like, we, we, we look at things wrong. Like, okay, if somebody wants to grow up and their aspirations are to be a stripper, hey, it's, it's strippers that millionaires. Mm. <laughs> it's strippers that's married with kids and living a normal life outside of the strip club but when they're at work they portray an image they're actors yeah that's how i look at it i'm not saying every stripper is like that but so far and too far too far in society like do we say like uh she this uh she that or he this or he that when really like they just doing what they want to do and they live in their life the way they want to live it and they're happy. So why are you judging them just because you won't do it? Yeah. I, I have and a I problem never, with that. I think the way and our societies have all, I think have always been like this and even more so now with everything on social media is that we too concerned with how everybody is living their life. You know? There you go. I mean, this is why you have, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, even in my position, even outside of uh, doing the, the podcast, I'll be on the shade room, you know, saying, looking for, you know, saying the hottest, you know, celebrity gossip or news or seeing what's going on. But I think that we put too much sometimes on to how other people live instead of, instead of worrying about ourselves mm-hmm. and worrying about how we live or try to fix things in our life it's so easy to point the finger and look down at somebody else, you know, instead of taking a look at yourself. That was one of the, that was one of the reasons why I hesitated on being a podcaster because I'm like, I'm so big on do you, like I said, like a lot of people going to judge me and they have like, Oh, I can't believe her as a woman. She agreed with that. Or like as a woman, she shouldn't say stuff like that, but it's like, no, I'm a human being male, female, like, yeah. If I want to live my life a certain way, I'm going to do it. And I actually respect people who live their life balls to the walls. Like, because yeah. so many of us, regardless if it's our occupation, if it's our family, you know, whatever, we don't really, sometimes we might hide who we are or do things that people don't know about. And then you have those people that everybody like, oh yeah, she with the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But really it's like, we looking at it and laughing at them, but it's like, 
they actually the ones really living. <laughs> yeah. So, and, I, and you know, one thing about me, I don't have any reservations as to showing who I am, living my truth. And I always tell people, just live your truth because, you know, you live your truth. And one thing that I know have, have worked well for me in life is if I put something out there and you can't use those things against me because I've already put it out there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when... Huh? Hold on, wait. You said when you put things out there, you what? You can't use those things against me. You know, okay. they, they. it's almost like, you know, the uh, the rap battle scene, you know, and uh, um, nine, was it, eight mile? With, with Eminem, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When he was pretty much like dissing himself. Like, what else can you say about me? Are you going to talk about, what, I'm a fat? Oh, okay. I, I make good money. I, I got, you know, I make a decent living for myself. I, I'm doing good. Um, you know, I'm handsome. But that's the thing, though. You shouldn't even have to do that. But uh, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. I, I don't even, like, at this point in my life, I don't even care about none of that because I'm so far removed from that. However, this is why I, I am so transparent. I, and, and I always encourage people, just live your truth, you know, because nobody can use that. You know what I'm saying? You, you then take that power away from them. You right. Know, if you use, excuse me, live your truth, you take power away from people and they can't verbally attack you or whatever, however they, they're, you know, plan to attack you. They can't use that against you. I think Monica said it best on the verses. Um, she said, by the time you know something about me, I've already dealt with it. Mm. <laughs> and I was that's up powerful. here like this. I that's was powerful. like this when she said it. I was snapping my fingers like, yes, oh, sis. Because when she said it, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. By the time it yeah. gets to you, I don't care how you feel because I've dealt with it. So I think if a lot of people keep that mindset, like move in silence, do you, don't try to live your life for the world live it for you and i just i think just sometimes it just bothers me mo like to scroll up down social media like uh why she had that on or uh she be in the club every night or uh she i don't care like who cares who got her kids you don't <laughs> like we see so much time like yeah motherfuckers is worried like where her kids at they're not with you <laughs> so why are you worried about somebody else's kids or how somebody else is living if you got this all this stuff going on in your life you won't even have time to worry about what the next person is doing i promise you, you won't absolutely absolutely so, and i mean i've listened and i know i might be you know hypocritical when i say i like to joke around a lot you know what I'm saying and sometimes i would you know post some shit like that about you know women women nah well, women going out every weekend, you're saying, and their kids ain't, you're saying, where their kids at? But I'm more so coming from a comedic point, you're saying, then I really don't give a fuck with your kids. You're a content creator. You yeah, really whatever. don't. You get people talking, but again, <laughs> even just speaking on that, like if somebody goes out seven days a week, they clearly got somebody to watch their kids. <laughs> that, you'd be surprised. Some, some don't. I ain't talk about this. <laughs> I will. I will retract every comment that I just said. If y'all leaving y'all kids at home to go to the bar, you bitches ain't shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, cause that's just if you leaving kids. Now, if you got 14, 15, 16 year olds at home, yeah, they Gucci. Hey, they cool. They can, you know. But I still don't think they should be left at home either. Like, spend some time with them, take them out on the weekends, whatever. But again. I was told if you don't have kids, you can't even speak on <laughs> having kids or doing kids shit. So I'm going to okay. be quiet. Exactly. 
Like y'all realize parenting is common sense. You're <laughs> right. But no, like if somebody wants to go to the bar every weekend, let them man. Like let, let them. And, and mind your business. So I just didn't even mean to go on that rant, but I just see far too often, even with the business, everybody want to start a business. Like everybody can't be business owners. Like if somebody wants to start the, a business and they have the tools and the resources and the finances and all of that, let them start that business. Just so what if they selling the same product as you? It is now, what it is. There are some people who should not be business owners. I agree. I mean, and even though they have the resources, nah, I didn't even go say that. Because I feel like if you have the resources, knowledge, and all of that, then you have the opportunity of be creating a successful business. So which do you mean some people shouldn't be business owner? Why shouldn't they be? Well, everybody should be. No, I'm saying you saying some people should, and I'm saying why. If they want to be a business owner and they have the tools, the resources, I mean, the yes. knowledge to have a business, why shouldn't they? If you have you all, everybody should. No, if you have all of those things. Like people need to understand, you know, how to run a business. Yes, that's the key part. Let's start yes. there first. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought she was saying, like, because I am in, like I said, I'm in some business groups and I be in there and people be like, well, can you tell me how to make an LLC? And I'm like, why is you even in here? Why is you in this business group? Like, you looking for all the answers that you're supposed to have before you came up with a name. You like, know, and not, I mean, and sometimes, you know, people just don't know, you know what I'm saying? And, that, and I think that's cool too. But I think that if you're not a people person, and you just got a bad attitude and you're very aggressive and always flying off at the hinge, you know saying, at any little thing, I don't know if business is going to be for you because you're going to have some consumers or customers that are uh, disgruntled, whose experience ain't always be the best. And if you're not receptive to criticism, that might not be for you. You just hire somebody who is. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm just saying, though, because I've worked for bosses who ain't good at none of that. You see what I'm saying? And that's yeah. where I came in at. So that, that's why they hired me, because they wasn't good at it. So it is people. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this. Don't waste your money starting to start a business. Start it when you're ready. I know right now the wave, everybody popping up with businesses or whatever. And I think it's dope, whatever. But make sure you don't waste your money or your time. Like, I, I say that, like, if you don't have the general knowledge, get on Google. Like, if you on Facebook all day, log off, swipe to the internet browser, and use that time to, because all your answers is there. I right. guarantee right now, if somebody at Microsoft got a question, they go to Google. <laughs> like, I mean, how I stuff works, you know, you can easily go on there and they yeah. like, everything. So, there, there's, the internet is very uh, resourceful, I'll tell you that much. I think you should have a workshop. Customer service 101. I think I you mean, should conduct a workshop. Listen, there's a lot of things that I, you know, that's on the that's on the vision board and planner for this year. 2020 is supposed to be the, the year of vision. <laughs> that's all you can do is plan. Because you, <laughs> you 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 ain't if you ain't got plans for 2021, you you doing something wrong in 2020. But I mean, that I means so just going in going into 2020, that was like everybody's thing, yeah. you know. But <laughs> Uh, this year has been terrible. It's terrible, been terrible. terrible. But it's been terrible. But I think yeah. it was an eye opener. And we touched on this when we talked about the whole pandemic situation. Um, I think it made people realize what's important and what's not. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for real, like I don't focus on the things that I was focusing on pre-pandemic. I spend time on the phone with my parents. You know what I'm saying? My friends. You just take time to slow down and enjoy life. So, but 2021 gonna be lit. I'm ready for this shit to go away though. Grown and around. We definitely got some big plans. Um, you know, as we stated in last episode. So. Hopefully the numbers can get down. You're saying they let us back outside fully, you know, and uh, really do our thing because we got some great things coming. Um, also, too, before we get up out of here, we are looking for co-hosts. We're, we're looking for a co-host. Um, so we have been getting some submissions in. Um, let them know where they can go and send their video submissions if they would like to co-host. So Static Energy Podcast at gmail.com again l is the picky one here um <laughs> i'm super picky i don't want you to sit in front of a camera and just be like hi my name is sally and i want to be a host like no i want you to put some effort into that i don't care if you got to get on tiktok or instagram and make a real whatever like put some effort into that because myself and mo are pretty dope individuals so Send it, you know, don't matter how long it is, just tell us about yourself, why it should be you, and that's staticenergypodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit up John L. James on Facebook. She'll take them and send them over if you don't <laughs> send them to the email. Shout out to John L., the executive absolutely. producer. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But no, one more thing before we get out of here. What's that? So as they know, we were doing Blonde Day photo shoots. And we're still kind of dabbling in that, but we're taking it to a next level. And we are now tapping into date photo shoot. We took the blind off of it for this segment and focusing on dates. So we want the couples who want a super, super, super dope vibe. If you're trying to get your lady back, you're trying to get your man back, whatever the case may be. To do this date, call us. But we're looking for married couples, same-sex couples, whatever. Like, hit us up, and you can hit us up at Static Energy Podcast at gmail.com with your interest for that, or hit up John L. James on Facebook. Absolutely. Um, so, with that being said, uh, we appreciate all you guys listening all the way through. Um, we'll be back next week, and I think we're going to be back with a co-host, um, Yep. Is what, yeah. We have a special guest next week. Special guest. All right. Uh, we yeah, but we who. won't tell y'all just yet because, uh, yeah, no. Ain't no telling who we going to bring in in yes. the hood. It's a little hood. We a little hood. It's a little hood. <laughs> <laughs> I heard y'all was like, y'all was kind of laughing at me last week when I said that. We kind of hood. <laughs> but we no, need that as a sound bite. <laughs> Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take that out, but no, thanks for rocking with us for another week. I'm cool as L, and I'm your boy Mo Giles right here on the Static Energy Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we out. Blow, blow.